0: One of these episodes, I want to, like, do a run before. A run? Yeah, like, we run, and then we record immediately after.
1: You know, I've heard that a heartbeat, a quicker heartbeat, a fast-paced heartbeat, is actually um, arousing. Really? Yes, actually, yeah. They did this study that um, they actually increased a person's heart rate and then, like, put them in a room with a person that they didn't know. And they found that they were more attracted to them because of their heart rate increasing than if, like, their heart rate wasn't increased. It doesn't matter who the person was.
0: What do you think that is?
1: I think it's because, like, our body has this, like, um, natural response to the way that it's, like, triggered by, like, your heart racing and being nervous. And so, like, you're like, well, I'm nervous. I, like, don't, I don't know how to do it, you know. And so suddenly your body is just like, oh, we must be attracted to this person because we are nervous.
0: Uh, Really? Maybe that's why people at the gym... Are always getting together? Maybe you know I know someone, and every single time they <laughs> kept dating all these people from Tinder, and I'm like, wow, Tinder is really successful. And she's like, yeah, it's the gym, <laughs> it's the gym. And she's meeting
1: all these people at the gym. Well, it's another thing that has to do with uh, attractiveness—not like hot body, but like overall health and like uh, like working out. Like if you work out regularly, you just have a higher sex drive. Really? Yes. So and I'm out only more? saying all of this because I did a shit ton of research on a uh, guess what? Uh, what? Body language, mm. specifically the way that we interact with each other before we get with each other.
0: Before. I mean? Ooh, I like this. So almost today we're going to be talking about before play. Before play. Before play. Before play, before play is because what we're calling everyone's it. everyone's like, people are like, yeah, I get it. I understand what foreplay is. Really? And they're like, yeah, it's when they just put a finger up your body for a minute. (laughs) And then they're like, foreplay, done. And we're here today to tell you there might be something before play. There might be a lot of things that happen before play. I'm going to see how many times we can say before Before play. So when I say the word patriarchy, oh well. Let's unclench your butthole. (laughs) I love my dad. Up. I
1: like dude. freaking Google
0: it. Keep going, I'll I'm shut I'm trying to talk about Christian shame. If you don't know who these people are, I'm Emily. And I'm Olivia. I They're like a a ben. Ben. And also the poor. <laughs> have you heard
1: about that story of the girl that sat on a broom and died? I was like two steps away from doing Don't have sex with people you don't like, slap it on and just get it on.
0: You imagine telling your daughter that? Well, you shouldn't talk about that. That's bad. Learning what like a sexual partner is learning what yeah. respect is. Learning what love is. It's a hard journey we're on. Olivia, what's the closest you've gotten to before play? Well, I've done before play. Oh, well, yeah. But
1: like there is a point where I get cut <laughs> off and I haven't actually done any sort of real
0: touching okay Eh, you know because i today am i'm more interested get it we people like touching the genitals people (laughs) People like like it touching people like it
1: fondling
0: scratching scratching, feather feather flicking yeah these are things we've talked about on this podcast (laughs) this is why you come back but today we're going to talk about what goes outside of the carousel of genitals
1: (laughs) the genitals are a carousel we're not going to touch any genitals today We've decided. We're not. We're not gonna. This is we're the gonna first touch time them. ever. We're not gonna touch them. We're gonna talk about what. Uh, we're gonna talk about what happens when you want to touch them. Yeah, and maybe you don't even know you want to touch them yet. Whoa, your subconscious uh, is telling you that you want to touch them. Uh, no,
0: I think. I think we want to touch them, but or you want to be touched. No, and you want to be touched. <laughs> but I think. I think though, what you don't realize that it will be better if you touch other places first for a while, like someone's heart. <laughs> oh. God, just threw up. That's per usual. Before we dive into that, though, we want to talk about the history of aphrodisiacs. aphrodisiacs. Because what's more special than an old ancient Roman chocolate-covered strawberry that you could buy at the mall? They did that in Roman times. They just went to the mall and they bought Olivia. I'm kidding. This oh, is a oh, joke. Oh, oh I oh was my like, God. they really like chocolate-covered strawberries serious? or like ancient Roman? Are you like serious? In the marketplace, they would... How would an ancient Roman peasant they make had, a
1: chocolate-covered strawberries back then. Okay, no, strawberries okay. are um, claimed as an aphrodisiac specifically because they are said to have in ancient I guess it's Greece they were made from Aphrodite's tears because of their red and heart shaped form.
0: Yeah so it literally has nothing to do with chemicals nothing to do with what's inside of the strawberry literally all shape. in Rome up to the 18th century many recipes were based on the theories of the Roman physician Galen who wrote Galen I like it it sounds you don't even know his name. I'm you're like, kidding. you're like, it's. I wanted Gail. it to
1: be like a lady named Gale. <laughs>
0: yeah. Odds are, for quoting a philosopher before the 1950, it's a man. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Who? What did Galen say? Well, he said that um, aphrodisiacs, if they were uh, quote unquote warm and moist, and also quote unquote windy, windy, me- meaning they produced flatulence. I was going to say like <laughs> produce a lot of wind. No.
1: Like, like no, I
0: know wind. Something you know, is a, windy if it makes you... That's like
1: what 80-year-olds say a fart is. Yeah, I so, just broke
0: wind. Exactly. So I guess like spices and peppers and carrots and asparagus and mustard. Oh, there's nothing like, hey, babe, let me pour some mustard on that hot dog so we can get this <laughs> train going. like a penis. Really so if something, guys, was warm and moist and windy, it was windy. supposed to help turn yawns. As far as, like, the legitimacy of those
1: aphrodisiacs, like, you mentioned asparagus. That's, like, one that is still known to be in quote-unquote aphrodisiac, okay. which is weird because when I think about asparagus, I think of, like, smelly pee. Don't we all think of that? That's, yeah, it's a pretty big thing. It's, a, you know, yeah. but apparently it it's it's an aphrodisiac, although all of the things that I looked up and researched said that it has, like, less to do with actual, like, libido-increasing things like there, there's not a one food or fruit that's going to like make you suddenly like amped you know what right, i mean yeah um like it's not going to just like switch you on but there are a lot of foods especially fruits and vegetables that do like increase your overall health which then increase your overall sex drive specifically antioxidant rich foods they help increase blood flow and I mean that to everywhere. Yeah. So like cherries, like uh, pomegranates, red wine, those sorts of foods that are rich in antioxidants help, uh, you know, your, your blood vessels not be so clogged with bullshit. And it helps them move the blood through to the penis or help engorge the clitoris you know what I mean? It oh, just helps I'm it along. You. It just helps it along. No, it's not like it. going to um, immediately make you have an erect penis. I are turning
0: people on right now? Maybe. We're moving the blood
1: flow through <laughs> your body. <laughs> Cherries, red wine, red and antioxidants. Also wine slash alcohol. We all know it lowers your inhibitions. It's not actually correlated with like an aphrodisiac, but it just helps ease you it, up of the, mm.
0: the shame you experienced about sex as a child. Yes. Uh, pine nuts, oh. pine nuts, <laughs> are rich in zinc uh, and
1: phytochemicals help promote overall health, but specifically can boost libido. So pine nuts, put them at your uh, at your table on your uh, bedside your, your table. table. Oh, oh, oh! Also, this was interesting. They did a study in 2014 that suggested that eating an apple a day might keep the doctor away but maybe it won't <laughs> and when i'm saying that what i mean is if he's hot and single and sexy then it might draw him towards you because women who ate an apple a day they found that it directly correlated with
0: a better sexual quality of life you're kidding i am not well okay well, well this woman then definitely has discipline she's eating an apple an a apple day. per day Is she's so, doing it for brekkie brec- 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 well i'm, brec- I'm gonna fast. now eat an apple every morning I'm feeling very inspired. I'm just going to say this, you know, right? I think, audience, I know you're listening. And we give you a lot of information. But let me just say, it is hard to live this stuff out. It like, is. It's not easy. I, I am not sleeping with anybody. And I am too tired to masturbate. And this <laughs> is just everything that the podcast is not about. So I just, like, what's happening? I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you out. I'm, to,
1: I'm, giving you, I'm directly giving you some food guys, to help you this is Olivia's out. episode.
0: I am just, you're I am, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. Like, what are we listening to? What's going on? Who's who? You know what you should do? You should bathe in saffron
1: milk. That's what Cleopatra did. Recent studies have actually shown that saffron itself increases sperm motility um, in infertile men and can decrease some of the sexual side effects from taking certain antidepressants. Really? So, like, do that saffron-infused but dish But saffron at is dinner. actually...
0: A pound of saffron is actually worth more than a pound of gold. Yeah, saffron's really expensive. But also a pound of saffron, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so much saffron.
1: <laughs> I'm asking you to bathe in it, so you're going to need a bit. You're going to need a lot. Uh, lastly, I'll mention this one. Oysters. We know oysters. I wrote a whole poem about oysters. Love them so a much. whole poem? Like a, a whole, whole
0: three-sentence poem? Oh, no, no,
1: no. It was long. Wow. Yeah. But anyways, uh, the reason why they are known to be an aphrodisiac, not... Only because they remind people of vaginas. Um, Casanova. I didn't know this was like a person. Or I guess he's an urban legend guy. I thought he was real. Uh, He might be real. I don't know. But he was an 18th century Casanova. This guy was all about oysters. He would like... Eat a shit ton of oysters, like, every morning. Ew. I know, right? But apparently that, like, boosted his libido. That, like, boosted his, like, stamina. And he was all fertile and stuff. But the, there's also the story about him passing an oyster from his mouth to a woman's mouth. And he seduced her.
0: That's and so That's so hot.
1: Well, that's Is Casanova.
0: That hot to anyone else?
1: <laughs> are we Are we getting more? Am warm? I okay? I'm sweating. Oh my god. Oh, I wanted to mention really quick like there's two things that can uh, that are not aphrodisiacs. That includes microwave popcorn and dairy products.
0: <laughs> well what about your own If you make your own popcorn I make my own oh, popcorn Oh yeah no no
1: that, It's microwave popcorn specifically So like oh. regular popcorn That's fine But microwave popcorn Not so much And then dairy products Because a lot of them Are uh, chock full of hormones Those manipulate like Male and female hormones And are actually like just They're just bad for you Should and I not eating cheese? I love cheese though Oh yeah oh, So I just think you need to find Some cheese that's not You know all like Has been fucked with You know what I mean? Like get some good Like organic or Daiya cheese. How is that? diet?
0: I like diet cheese. That's vegan
1: cheese. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's uh, that wraps it up for aphrodisiacs for me. I like um, that. Olivia, have you tried any aphrodisiacs? I mean, dude, you give me oysters and champagne, I am on top of the world. <laughs> but I've never participated in, you know, <sighs> touching someone. Okay. So.
0: After. It's pointless. So. It's pointless. It no, it's not, not pointless. pointless. Not it's at still, all. That's still, a joke. Did you experience pleasure? Oh, 100%. So, oh wow. So you're mm-hmm. saying that you could experience sexual sensations just from consuming aphrodisiacs and not even yes. touching genitalia? Oh
1: yes. In my research, it said there is a definite correlation between eating and deriving emotional nourishment from your partner or yourself, I guess. Wait, repeat that. Uh, there is a definite correlation between eating and deriving emotional nourishment. From your partner or just from Okay, well, that brings me back
0: to the first time I ever bought lube. The guy in the store was like, have you ever used flavored lube before? And I was like, no, I haven't. He's like, wait, hold on, back it up. Wait, so you're (laughs) saying you never put ice cream on a penis and then put flavored lube on top? And I was like, what? no ice like, cream what a obviously, world obviously if I haven't That's used a banana lube if right. I ever <laughs> <laughs> a banana split if but, I ever saw but one but just like I've never felt like such an idiot before like I'm like oh my god should I have been putting <laughs> vanilla <laughs> been making ice cream, ice ice cream. <laughs> do I need to make a trip to Trader Joe's right now Baskin Robbins <laughs> and get some vanilla scoopers and, and put a it cone on? for the balls yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of all the ideas now could you now. imagine like hey babe close your eyes it's gonna be a little Cold. You can
1: integrate cherries. <laughs> cherries. We talked about cherries. Oh yes, yes it's great. Yes, yes. Cherry on top.
0: You have to do this very fast because it will melt. The ice cream will begin to melt and hot. causing displeasure to your partner. Uh, they grow very impatient, very messy. Cold. So, cold. so cold. I once got frostbite from eating ice cream out of my hand. Imagine. I can't, do you, imagine? you think it would numb the penis? We don't know. No, I, I don't have I one. literally could picture a guy just going, oh. i'm why (laughs) Um, so I mean just know guys that before play is limitless I would think that would be after foreplay no that is subtle ice cream sunday dick that's after (laughs) foreplay
2: okay how do I know if my body is ready I mean, if I'm like just if I meet someone at a bar and I'm like feeling or I think I'm like I will totally get wet, like but I'm like at the bar, like I know what's happening and I like feel a flutter, a vaginal flutter. It's a delightful internal. I don't know. It's what? a it's a it's a pleasant throb. I've been told I have very beautiful clavicles, <laughs> so I gotta show those off. So I reel them in and then I lean in. <laughs> raise the arm, but I gotta know, I gotta know that they're into me. If we're ordering more drinks, like it's definitely a sign for me I'm not interested. If I'm like, oh no, one drink is good. I'm like, if I'm gonna bang you tonight, it's definitely, we're ordering a couple drinks, yeah. I crashed a some
3: dude's graduation party and there was this guy who was kinda like, I don't know, Eventually we were sitting on like the roof or something and everybody was around and I was like, you know, I bet his love language is touch because he is hes just hugging and <laughs> like stroking and stuff. But he was just like rubbing my arm and like leading me places like that. And then we we're sitting there and he just slowly slides his arm down and is just resting it on my like bum. And I was like, you know, I think he might, I think he might want to touch my bum but without my clothes on. <laughs> And it was like one of the first times in my life where I was like, oh my God, this person wants to have sex with me. And it took a whole, probably two hours of him following me around, complimenting me, touching me, and then eventually he just grabbed my ass. And I was like, oh, got it, got it.
2: (laughs) He came inside and we were sitting together on the couch. Were we touching? I think I was hugging you. And then we like ended in some sort of like half hug.
1: I I really
3: like have trouble
2: recalling any of that. And there was like literally like palpable tension. And I felt like so much anxiety. Like in my stomach and my whole torso. And then I was like, what? (laughs) And he was like, nothing. And I was like, just say it. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yes, right. That's
2: right. I don't know. He said a bunch of like kind of like nonsense and then he was like, I maybe think I might be falling in love with you. It was so much tension.
1: Usually you you do eye
2: contact and then you avoid their eye contact for a while to play hard to get with the eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> but my sister taught me this growing up. Then you wait for a while and then later you look again. And then did they come
1: over? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, Emily, before I get into the intricacies and the list of the things that we can like pinpoint that shows you that like attraction is there, what fascinates you most about this topic? I am so curious.
0: I was. In the middle of my sexual awakening, I felt very free. This was probably like four years ago. And I was so confused because I'd be at a bar. Me and this dude would be like flirting up or a girl. We'd be flirting up. It would be so cute. I really like, I like kissing when people can see like in a bar. I don't care. It's hot. There's music playing that like you're kind of tipsy. So all the music is kind of like, ooh, 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 ooh and you're just like, it's just hot, it feels like a movie, it's very cinematic. So then they're like, you wanna go back to my place? And you're like, yes, and everything's fire, you're in the car, your hands are grazing each other, there's music in the car, you're looking at each other and laughing, and the cab driver, lift driver goes, how was your night? And you look at each other and you go, <laughs> good. And so, you know, it's like all this whole thing, and then you get back, and then I'd be in, the ro- in their room, it's a new place, it smells different, their decorations are different, there's no music. It's just you guys, and they would. The dude would just jump right in back to where we were, and I was at ground zero. Mm. Like I was like dry, done, and to them it's like we've done the floor play. We've been doing it all night. Now I am ready to go, and it seems like very normal. But for me, if they, I just met them or something. Like I, I was just like, how? What's wrong with me? Why am I not like turned on? Like, and I got really bitter and resentment towards them anyway so I discovered this website it's www.eroticbreakthrough.com and you can take a survey on there it's like the erotic survey and it kind of tests you of what you are attracted to uh, because I always thought that if you are naked with another naked body like that's what's hot oh. like what's hot is just like naked on naked or your oh. genitals like are you okay no exactly. I just I just no I, I need so much more than that no exactly so I discovered <laughs> (laughs) through this quiz that I, am like, it's not saying it's like the truth of all truth, but it's a blueprint that I actually related to. And what I was got was called an energetic type. And this is somebody who's turned on by anticipation, teasing, space and energy play. And they say the person might have already dabbled in sexual practices such as Tantra and things like that, but it's basically like you're into like energetic superpowers. So basically finding this out was a huge breakthrough for me because I thought there was something wrong with me, that I wasn't turned on by the exact same things as my partner. And so some positives of being energetic, somebody who might get more excited about eye contact across a room than they would if just a naked body was in front of them. Some positives about being like this is you can be a very, very sensitive and and intuitive person you can orgasm without even being touched uh this we've we, talked about we know <laughs> emily is capable of this right and people are like emily you're a freak i'm like no this is real this, this, is, this is really, really it's real and um they say you also might value love and emotional connection some shadow aspects of this is it can short circuit if touch isn't timed right oh. so that means like if you're touched the wrong way or oh, something you could take shoot. it really aggressively oh. and be completely turned off this like totally happens to me wow. but i don't don't know how to communicate that to my partner because it makes me sound insane. Like, how can you go from, like, 60 to zero so fast, you know? Uh So, but just knowing that this is normal. I think guys have this, too, and they don't know how to communicate to a girl of being, like... I was so turned on and now you did this thing and now I just don't feel like this at all. Sometimes guys can experience a lot of shame from not being like into the moment anymore and when really it's just like it's not working and it doesn't mean they have a a problem or an erectile dysfunction or anything like that. It could just be like you're literally not knowing their language. Wow. Yeah. Some other side effects, you may not be able to concentrate on pleasure if something seems off with a partner. If you're so emotionally intuitive and you feel like your partner's mad at you, you might not be able to like fully get into it. and it can get hierarchical, like my way is the better way or the more enlightened way, which I is why we have this podcast, yeah, because my way is the right way. I know my
1: way is the right way, that's yeah, for you think sure. So? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I mean, there's no doubt. But
0: yeah, so, No. Uh, no. No. So basically, I got really excited <laughs> at being like, um, if something's not working for you, maybe there is another option. There is another way to enter into sexuality or each other or your body and your partners that isn't what you might think
1: yeah who who might they be if you find that they are not your type they are a different type what potentially type what type could they be
0: so there's four types at least for this website the blueprint for the eroticbreakthrough.com quiz you can go on there take the quiz the energetic, which we talked about. And then there's the sensual, which could be like, I'm going to pour fruit on your body and then outline you with an ice cube and then whisper a poem into your ear. Oh my and that's God. what Olivia is. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Um, and then there, could be, then there could be this sexual where it's just like... <laughs> Every movie you've ever seen. Like, ah. that's what I'm picturing the sexual is of like, and which is hot. And don't get me wrong. You could be all of these and a little bit of each. And like, d- on Wednesdays, you're an energetic. On Fridays, you're the sexual where sure. you're like that. Eh, yeah. Ah, I'm not going to make real moans on the podcast because that <laughs> is so awkward. To do. <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah, I feel you, weird. Let's just say the picture for like the sensual is literally a woman with fruit around her and a sh- being like fed a champagne glass. Oh my God. How'd they get that picture of me yeah
2: re- <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was taken on my laptop with a filter <laughs> and then there's the kinky i think people mistake me they think i'm like super into the kinky wait maybe i i, I, <laughs> I mean i won't but, say like, i'm not i have no, no, taken the kink quiz but there's some people that are like i'm not full vanilla sh- like strap me down take a spatula slap me with it yep yep, yep. take some like sh- christmas lights like wrap it around my feet Turn it on and light me to me the on roof. Fire, that's, Daddy, call me Santa. So, Daddy called me. That's the name of our <laughs> podcast. Daddy, call me Santa. So, yeah, it's all about just like realizing it and then finding a middle ground. You know, like we make fun now, but like also trying to be open. Like, if you really care about the person or the person's really hot, you know, just like right, go right, with right, it. Right, right, right. You so got to just like, go okay. with it if they're really hot. Yeah, that's yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. So, Olivia, we've talked a lot about feeling yourself, knowing what you like, discovering what you're into. But the thing is, we want somebody else there right now. That's we're ready to pull someone else in. Mm-hmm. How do I know if somebody is into me, willing, and ready to dive into wow. my sphere?
1: Yeah. Well, since we're in this embodiment series, I like to I like to think about the fact that like our bodies will do things for us. Our bodies, our subconscious minds are doing things with our bodies that are indicating to another person that we are sexually ready, that we're sexually open to them, that we want them, and their bodies will respond accordingly if they are also sexually ready, attracted, open all of those things. And I find that fascinating.
0: And I like this too, Olivia, because this can also be applied to people who are already in relationship. Because sometimes, even though you go in and out, like you know each other, you see each other, sometimes you can be stuck in a place of, I don't know if they want me right now. I don't even know if they like me right now. Mm. How can I read them again? Like I used to. So I think it does apply to before relationships and even during. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm imagining I'm picturing like when couples are like, let's pretend like we're strangers and life's like, let's like Ugh. go to a bar and I'm gonna be sitting at the bar and then like, we'll pretend that we don't know each other. And then they do that little like cute little thing where they play act and then they like find a hotel and they like do it and I stuff. Love. People do that.
0: <clears throat> I once researched motels uh, with this guy because we were doing some pretty fun stuff with each other. Uh-huh. Hashtag uh, choking. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, wow. No, it was more than that, though. It was, it was more, more than choking. Yeah, it was though. more than choking. It was more like lovingly feeling like I was getting murdered. Wow. Yeah, no, it's really cool. We'll, so, we'll talk about that in
1: an episode because <laughs> that's something to talk about. The psychological thing, I am fascinated by that.
0: I think, I can't tell if it was healthy or not. We'll definitely have to dive into it. I mean, it's but anyway. Kink, so, so there I was at work researching motels that were still expensive. We're talking 75 yeah, plus. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just so gross. Like the things that people leave behind. We're talking dirty napkins. <laughs> Used oh. forks. Oh, it's not as sexy as it sounds. <laughs> A wrinkled
1: blanket. No. Okay. I'm sorry. I mentioned motels. Uh, go high class. Please. If you're trying keep to talking. reignite the fire. Go high class. Oh yeah, my god. Exactly. Anyways, body language. So, party's like an easy example because it's like you don't know me, I don't know you, but apparently, and this has been studied. It has been suggested that body language constitutes more than sixty percent of what we communicate. So learning to read the nonverbal cues people send is a valuable skill for one thing. And research shows we know if we want to sleep with someone within the first 30 seconds of meeting them. I love that. First 30 seconds. And it's even shorter in that span of time. I think it's about like six seconds. And this is like subconsciously happening like you're not like one two three four five six nope it's like six seconds your your subconscious will tell you if this is like someone that you would be attracted to like i read this story of these students that they were shown 30 second videos of different teachers and they voted or like guessed on which teachers would be like the highest rated by the class at the end of the year. And they were shown 30 second videos, 10 second videos, six second videos. And in this amount of time, they were all completely correct in guessing which teachers would be the ones that students would like the most at the end of the year. Like they were able Very to tell. Easy. So our subconscious. Like, you have to be careful with some of it. But our bodies know things about, like, the attractiveness of a person for you specifically. So a lot of it has to do with uh, the way our bodies
0: interact. Fascinating. <laughs> I feel like, and I think too much we ignore that because we're worried about people's feelings. Right. And we're, we're so alone, we'll settle for mm. whatever. So we don't listen to that intuition that says, mm, no. Yeah, you should
1: listen to it for sure. You should definitely um, listen to it. It doesn't really depend on how hot, quote unquote, you are. It really doesn't. Like, if you're hot, but you're boring, you're unattractive. Like, it's just like, let's be real. But really, research has shown that the most attractive trait in a person is their availability, which was really surprising to me because I always thought like, oh, someone that looks like unavailable, unattached, it's the chase, when really like, if you have determined and you're like six second assessment of someone, what's going to get you to actually like connect and find that person sexually desirable is if that person makes themselves available to you, Wow, which is indicated by their body language. And I'm really, really bad at this. Like, I'm very bad at this. Well, I'm getting better. But I used to be like very closed off because I was afraid and closed offness is not attractive because I'm telling you no. Right. And so then they're not gonna come up and talk to me, even though I'm like, please talk to me, please break my barriers, please, God. <laughs> I
0: do want you, you just can't tell. <laughs> so I'm very, very bad at that. I know I'm walking away from you, but really I wanna stay Chase me. <laughs> so I'm I'm
1: not I'm not good at that and I'm trying to be better, but availability, aka openness
0: is very attractive. I literally feel like I'm having the opposite problem. I feel like I am too available, which attracts a lot of people. Yes. But for the long game, suddenly those people who are close to you, they go, wait, I thought I was special. And I wanna be like, no, you are special. I have a problem. (laughs) Like I just can't stop making myself available to all these people. But I have a fear of closing the doors because I recently did that with someone. Like my doors were open they invited me inside and they were like close all the other doors close all the others like yeah and then they ghost me and then I'm like well now all those doors are closed and I have to go fucking open them you know what I'm saying are (laughs) you following I am so I just want to say to certain people out there You are special, and maybe we could try (laughs) to make it work. Oh, God.
1: Well, when you were talking, it it reminded me of my best friend. See, my best friend... Not me. Well, why would you remind me of you? I'm (laughs) thinking, like... You remind me of someone I love a lot more (laughs) than you. No, no, no. So, one of my best friends. One of them. I'm hearing you. She is very open. And people come up to her all the time because she's very open and, like personable very friendly yeah she loves and will admit she loves attention she loves the attention she loves knowing that someone finds her attractive even if she's like nah and I don't like that if I know I'm like a hard no I'm like close all the doors be so gross to them like literally Mm -hmm. like just sending them all the like no 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 so
0: I will say, though, sometimes, Olivia, how do you, how do we deal with this? Like, it seems like sometimes when someone's not into somebody and they keep fighting, like, the other person, eventually they'll get them. And mm-hmm. that works. Oh, you mean, like, just, like, yeah. wearing them out? I guess we shouldn't give advice of, like, if someone's doing this, don't go for it. Because, like, there's, like, babies that are made on this earth because of that people is, going for true. it.
1: Like, and, I will wait for you.
0: Yeah, like, no, that like, guy. <laughs> oh, like Noah in, like, the notebook and, like, like <laughs> I wrote you every day for a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Well, that's Ryan Gosling. He's really odd. So this advice that you're giving or tips about body language, it's more so how can we better open up ourselves? Yep. How can we be more intentional with our bodies? Yep. So if someone's closing themselves off, we're not saying don't go for it. This is more for you if you want to open yourself up. Yeah, I would much rather talk about the situation in which like you're both like it's go time than like the
1: situation where they're like, it's not go time, but I'm going to make it go time. Yeah, I don't like that episode. <laughs> (laughs) I don't like that episode at all. No. So I want to think of a situation which I find someone extremely attractive and suddenly we're doing this this beautiful little dance of like oh my god yeah. are we gonna, so, is this uh, happening so guys, this is happening.
0: Recently Olivia was at a Costco in a certain Oh theater, my god. And a really <laughs> a really cute guy judging from the gas coming out of her face. Oh my god, I forgot about Costco guy. Said hello to her and what did you do okay, in this I, scenario? I freaked out. Okay, I
1: got really nervous and I freaked out. What did your body do? My body my body was my okay, so my they, Okay, I know the proper steps. Uh, I'm just not quite bold enough yet to approach someone that's... I find that attractive. So what I did in the Costco is I was trying to get in his line of sight, which is definitely an indicator that like someone is interested is if they keep like passing your line of sight all the time or like they're like in proximity of you, strangely, oddly. They're just like going to the bathroom. It's like, no, 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 no. They probably did it on purpose, especially if they're looking at you. So what I did is I got myself in his line of sight quite a few times. I'm gonna go look at the Hawaiian rolls because he was over by the Hawaiian rolls. So you
0: made yourself open. I did. You approached him. You got into not. I did not approach
1: him no 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 I got near him I did not approach him I just wanted him to see me because we were both two single people at Costco that are She's not family single that's hilarious oh I, I looked at his hand to see if he had a ring on it and he didn't uh, oh
0: so to Olivia if you're not married you're, uh, you're not huh? no it's it. just a
1: chance there's a chance and so I was like if there's a chance I'm gonna take it so what happened was I took the bold move to be behind him at the checkout my body my body responded with such nervousness that I found that I was clutching my Hawaiian rolls so hard and I started shaking. (laughs) Even though it didn't look like I was shaking, I was like trying to be like smiley and open, but also like I got really nervous. And so when the time came, when he was talking to the cashier and opened himself up to me, when he looked back and smiled directly at me and he kept saying cuss words because I think he was nervous, Cuss words? Yeah, he kept saying holy shit. He did not need to keep saying holy, holy shit in the shit Costco. what? He was looking at the expanse of Costco and said, holy shit, look at this place. He was a new member. Anyways. <laughs> oh my God. If you're out there, <laughs> I'm so sorry I couldn't talk to you. I wanted to talk to you so bad, but I physically couldn't talk because I was so nervous. He was offering me... To participate in this conversation with him and the cashier because his body was turned towards me. He was opened towards me. He kept looking at me
0: to invite me into the conversation. I didn't take the chance because I got
2: too nervous.
0: So his body language was good. So how would you have done it differently? Tell us what to do.
1: Well, in that situation, I should have said words. I should have started talking to him. I should have, like, teased him a little bit, flirted a little bit, and teased then... Teased him? What would you have said? I, well, I would have teased him about the fact that he's a new member of Costco, and he didn't know nothing about friggin' Costco. Yeah. Get, get, what are you, new? You get out of here. He is new. Get out of here, you little boy. What are you, being boy? new? You little you bad new? boy. You need me yeah. to spank you, you little...
0: <laughs> like that? <sighs>
1: I would not have done that That's that's too far and too fast But then we would have Walked out together We would have walked To our cars together And he would have asked me out That's what would have happened That would In have the happened. ideal world
0: I totally see that It's a yeah. total possibility Yes
2: I don't know You can just I just feel like You can tell Like if the chemistry's right You can tell And like, there's definitely been a couple times where I've like, I know I'm on the fence, but I'm like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. Like, I'm like, I can tell he's into it. I'm gonna go for it. And it ends up like, I'm never like fully satisfied with that situation. I'm now learning. I have to trust my gut. If I'm like at the bar and I'm thinking I'm on the fence, eh, they're probably, it's not gonna do it for me. I always think I'm gonna convince myself or that they're gonna convince me that I'm actually attracted to them. But I think I know immediately if it's gonna happen or it's not. And there was this one guy he's was like, with a group of friends and he, like, was dancing with someone else but was looking at me. I was like, oh, he's looking at me. And then he sort of, like, shifted
3: body position and was, like, started dancing towards me and then we started dancing together. And it was just, like, that instant, like, oh, eye contact. Body language follows. Okay, and then we're dancing together. And then he bought me a drink, and it was great. I'm going to Starbucks for my lunch break. I walk in the door, and I immediately to my left see this just gorgeous man. He's wearing basketball shorts and a a t-shirt, but he is reading a newspaper. So I was like, hot. (laughs) And he also had a book and his phone was nowhere in sight. And I was like, I don't even want kids, but I'll have yours. Like, I was so into it. And he looked at me as soon as I walked in and I was like, oh my God, like, I just like, it was so instant. It was one of those things where it's like, I can't even help it. I can't stop looking at you. So I go in and I order my drink and I sit down and he's at one end and I'm at the other. And so we can't see each other and I'm sitting down. And then I lean forward and start to read my book and I see him lean forward and look over at me and we make contact for a second, and then I'll go, oh, and then like I'm like, I get nervous, so I like lean back. Anyways, and then 20 minutes later, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, he hasn't come over, he hasn't leaned forward again, I'm gonna go up and get Sugar, and just check out the situation. So I get up, and I get Sugar, and I turn around, and I see him, and make eye contact again. And I'm like, it's on, we're gonna fall in love today. <laughs> so I'm on my way out, I'm like, okay, okay, I'm gonna walk out the door, I'll walk past the table, and if he says hi, like, then I will say hi. And like, here we go, meet cute, my love story. So I'm walking out and I walk like a little bit past him, but not all the way. And then I like feel the kinetic energy of him looking up. Like I felt it and he looked up and we made eye contact and he goes, hi. And I was like, hi. <laughs> and then I just kind of awkwardly stop and I go, what are you reading? And he's reading a book on racial tension in America. And I was like, oh my like, my pants almost immediately slid off. Like, it was so beautiful. I like couldn't have been more attracted to anybody. And he was like, you could tell he was so tall because that little Starbucks table couldn't handle it. We're talking for probably like five to 10 minutes. And then he goes really quick. I think you're so beautiful. And I would totally ask you out, but I'm engaged. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why would
1: I'm going to give you a little list to start before I play and detail a little bit in this list about signs that'll help you know that they're down to clown. <laughs>
0: down to clown. Down
1: to clown. Down to clown. So I mentioned this before, um, but open body language, so like an open torso um specifically will like indicate to you that your body is open and ready to go so like removing a purse from in front of you if you're a woman removing a well i mean if you're a dude with a purse you could also <laughs> move that away from in front
0: of you <laughs> Um, we're open to whatever thing you're we're carrying. Open.
1: Yeah, whatever you're carrying. So just like, remo- if you see that someone is removing objects from in between you, it's showing that they want to be closer to you and they want less objects in between the two of you. I love that. Mm-hmm. Also, hands, um, like open hands, or like uh, we love to see people's hands. And uh, if you can't see someone's hands, you're like, I don't trust them. What are they doing with those hands? Yeah. So <laughs> if you see someone's hands, it makes them feel like you are more trustworthy or you can see their hands um it also can like indicate more openness especially if like their wrists are turned out Eh? mostly for women as well because there is something about like the softness of our wrists that are attractive yeah that's a thing uh, can
0: they smell our blood More easily You mean
1: pheromones The wrists do give off more uh, Like if you put perfume On your wrist Like you're able To smell it more So I yeah. can only guess That like so You're pumping You're pumping You're pumping it out Okay Also this is a thing too um, Exposing your neck Brushing Like brushing your hair back Or like just Making yourself Just more open So like <laughs> I, sp- I, I keep saying open But I'm trying to tell I you I love that, it that, that like if you brush Especially if you brush Like your hand Across your neck Or um, or if a man touches his chin a lot, um, or touches your face a lot, these give off pheromones. I wish
0: guys were touching my face. When not your guys, face, their face, oh, their own face. So I'm not like, touching, your face, touching your face. If the guy's touching your face, weird? You just
1: introduce yourself, like, "Hey, how's it going?" And they're just guys, touching your face. If a guy
0: kisses you, I think he's into it. I think he might be into it. I think he, I don't know. If he's like grabbing
1: your face in his hands and telling you how beautiful you are, I think, I'm not sure <laughs> personally if he's down. He's like, "Are up. you into me?" I don't know that's what i would do i'd be like i'm still not sure so if a guy touches his face (laughs) yeah if he's touching his like his face a lot if a girl is touching her neck a lot these like literally you're subconsciously brushing your pheromones towards them
0: yes i love this this is real just Just i can't wait till the next time you and i are in the same room talking to dudes together we're just like you
1: can't see me but i'm like (laughs) emily is all wrists
0: tonight (laughs) i'm just like furiously brushing my neck right now and i'm just like talking to a guy i'm like is your skin scratchy you want to scratch your chin you want to touch your face touch
1: your face touch your face touch your face face. i love it when you touch your face you
0: should
1: touch your face um anyways yeah so touching your face or your neck is just it's more sensual it's like you know like yeah i'm laughing i'm a woman or like i'm a man (laughs) i don't know (laughs) chin scratch so all of these are indicators that tell you i'm open i'm harmless i'm interested i'm approachable I'm fertile. So I'm going to move on to uh, the eyes.
2: The,
1: the eyes are the nipples of the, of the face as <laughs> as that What are you saying? It's the arms of the angel. That has nothing to do with eyes. You what said you, eyes
0: of the angel. What oh did you no, say? the
1: eyes are the nipples of the face. That is a quote from
0: <laughs> That's a quote the from The Eyes of the nipples of <laughs> the face. I don't think you know that song very well. No, I do. I don't think you know very well. Me, I don't know well. Okay. Okay. So the eyes—they're the nipple of the
1: face. They're the nipples of the face, but mainly the eyes are the window of the soul. That's the—that's the more poetic way to say
0: it. (laughs) I prefer the Can nipples. Can a guy Whatever. lick my eyeballs slowly in a circular motion? Do you want him to? <laughs> no. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. That's what, that's what I'm going to say is the eyes, if they're
1: attracted to you, it's if, they're, if they start licking your eyeballs. Would... That's a sign that they're attracted to you. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> so if you see that um, their eyebrows raise, it's a split second thing. It's like in 0.5 seconds. If like you see someone from across the room and their eyebrows go up, that means they're down. What? Yeah. I'm not joking because this is, this is the thing. If you see that it's a subconscious indicator that they're into you, even before they can cognitively recognize that they're into you. Raising one's eyebrows allows more light into the eyes to get a better look at the desired person. For one thing, it also pulls the eyes open um, and allows more light to reflect off the surface of the eyes. Also making them look brighter, larger, and more inviting. Should I always raise my eyes, my eyebrows? Well, only if you're super down. So if you like, you might notice that when you're when you're talking to someone that you're attracted to, their like their eyes might be a little more what, wa- <laughs> super wide. You know, scratch your chin and open your eyes. <laughs> scratch your chin and open your eyes, and they'll know that you are wanting to suck. There. In the arms of the angel. Okay, making eye contact. That's the next one. We kind of know this one though. Like if you you see someone across the room and they keep glancing over at you, especially if they keep glancing over and then you reciprocate with prolonged eye contact. Oh yeah. But not too long because that's weird if it's like you're like actually staring at someone because some people might find that as a threat. So yes, it it is weird. It's weird. Most people find anything more than intermittent eye contact, i.e. five seconds out of every 30 seconds uncomfortable or threatening and will probably look away so that's your that's your in between thing you can gradually increase your like the longer the gaze if it's being reciprocated and you're f- like oh this person's down I'm gonna like keep kind of I'm gonna keep looking at them for a little bit longer and look away and then a little bit longer
0: yeah if you do keep doing that thats dude, usually how people start making out the eye contact like well, yeah. PS guys usually the eye contact helps to kiss. Because if you're just scratching faces all night, people are going to think you got mosquito bites. Or like, it's eventually, an itchy face. Eventually, they'll have to, take, face. You'll have to take, take a deep breath and dare yourself to continue staring. Right,
1: and so. totally. And so, like that, plus, you know, someone opening their body up to you, <laughs> then you know it's go time. So, one of you's got to walk over to the other person. And once you do, when you do that, there's more to eye contact as well. This is interesting, which it makes sense. You know, you're finally talking to the person and you find that they uh, their gaze flits from one eye to the other. That's a sign of attraction. Really? And then if it goes from a, in a triangular motion from oh. one eye to the other, to the mouth, to ah. the other eye, then they want to make out with you. <laughs> That's kind of... No, like, you kind of get that. If they keep looking at the, your lips also, yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. <laughs> so that... Plus bedroom eyes. Do we know what bedroom eyes are? Oh, so bedroom us. eyes, like that's sort of like if you tilt your head down and you look up at someone, they call it like doe eyes as well. That's another thing that makes your eyes look more moist, open, glistening, wet and windy, wet and windy. <laughs> and that's also an indicator of like sexual desire like as well. This. I'm Stop. doing it right Don't now. Guys. I hate everything. Don't. Oh, God. Stop it! No one knows what Guys, you're doing.
0: Everyone, right now, I, you might be driving your car, about to fall asleep, but you should scratch your chin, pop your wrist, and then look down, but look up as a person, and use your other hand to like flick your neck towards that <laughs>
1: Oh, this one's super interesting. Okay, so this next one is called enacting, making lustful motions, but like you're not actually making any Start like lustful a m-
0: humping a couch. He will come over <laughs> to you, <laughs> stare, stare at them across the room while you hump the couch. This is science. Like you can't, you can't argue it. And also,
1: please add in the flicking of the neck and the stroking of the chin and the dragon! eyes. <laughs> Okay. Oh, my God. It's a shame no one saw me just do that. You can imagine. Wow. Um, okay. So, what this actually is, is really interesting. So, if someone is, like, holding a wine glass and Ooh. they start to caress ah! the wine glass. Oh, my God. Or, like, if a man is, like, holding a can of beer. Because men don't drink wine. They only drink beer. I, out of a sexiest, can. I know,
0: I know some sexy-ass men who love a good glass of wine. Oh, hey, hell yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, whether so it's a glass take of wine and they
1: put it in their mouth no 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 no, <laughs> well maybe yes but <laughs> mostly if they're like if they're caressing whatever um, object they're holding yeah and specifically like this was what they said for like men for like if they're attracted to a woman uh-huh. um, if they like start to like roll the can a little bit in their hands or Shut they like up. caress the can or like they start lightly squeezing the can <laughs> really it is like a subconscious indicator of what they want to do to your tits.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
1: Yeah. That's so hot. I should say breasts, shouldn't I? No. It's what they would like to do to your breasts.
0: Really? They're just like they're just slowly squeezing. <laughs> well, the cans. and then
1: well also, okay, so it's not only that, but if like so say if I like had a wine glass and I'm yeah. kind of like Un- unconsciously caressing my wine glass yeah <laughs> it yeah. just is it's basically an indicator saying like i would like you to stroke me like this or no, i yeah. would like to stroke you like this like yeah. this is like this. oh i is... do that
0: i mean because i bite my nail but i'll start like straight up like frenching my nail yeah well th- that goes like, into
1: do no look, don't, don't look at me that so, way. so <laughs> no that's literally my n- my next one is like um if someone like a woman in particular if they start to lick or purse their lips um into like a kissing shape or like they're touching their lips a lot your lips are really sensitive parts of your body. So if you're, like, starting to touch sensitive parts of your body, it's not only, like, arousing you for yourself, but it's also indicating to them that's where you would like to be touched. You're in the okay, zone. Okay, so you're really- if you guys, if you're trying to attract a guy, just touch yourself where you want him to touch you. Right, so. Super appropriate. <laughs> so d- displaying or pointing. It's like a, a subconscious, like, point towards parts of your body that you want to people to notice so i'm literally not kidding that like you're not physically pointing to your dick what you're gonna do if you're a dude with a dick is you're going to stand with your hips forward and your legs right outward more okay displaying your crotch that's awesome yeah or it's if you're like sitting and like you're you're sitting with your (laughs) legs out or like your your legs crossed Um, also if your legs are crossed towards the person that's another indicator that they're like towards you it's basically just like displaying attractive parts of your body. Oh,
0: yeah. You should see or me like to attractive three vodka in sitting down on a bench. Like it's like, Hey Emily, can you squeeze your elbows any closer together? Yes, literally, like, yes. It's li- like you're bending over and laughing and you're just like squeezing mm-hmm. everything with all your might. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's actually like they Subconsciously. subconsciously. Yes. I have no idea what's going on. That actually has to do a lot
1: with fertility, which is kind of obvious, but like yeah. so it's called faking it obviously you're like faking that you're more fertile is oh, like so what yeah. men will do is they will like obviously they'll flex more they'll like position their arms more in a way that makes their muscles look bigger really um yeah and when they're standing like up straight it makes them look taller um this is all about fertility and women obviously like if you put your elbows closer to your you know and you're like making your boobs look bigger yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. or like you suck in your stomach and make your stomach look flatter or whatever all of these things are like about like fertility things quote unquote so this is well, i don't think a flat tummy has to do with fertility i know it's it um, just has to do with capitalistic america no i know it's it's more about indicating health and in fertility okay, Is that got what I mean? okay which it. is a bunch of bullshit because like literally a woman's pooch is for to protect yeah. their their womb but so, you know what
0: honestly me eating all the french fries i do and miss petunia down the street who does crossfit and eats okay. arugula <laughs> for breakfast lunch and dinner she might be a little more healthy than me and i have to be like that's fine
1: We don't know about her. We don't know her journey. But also,
0: if you're a dude and you want to eat french fries with me, dude, I'll make you french fries. We're going to go for it. So, um, from an evolutionary perspective,
1: humans are tuned into body language cues that signal fertility in youth. These can be emphasized with your body language. For men, standing up straight, squaring the shoulders, planting feet slightly more than shoulders width apart, and displaying hands are all signs of fertility. For a woman, keeping your hair down, tilting your head to expose pheromones, like I said, um, your hands and wrists visible to display soft skin um, are highly attractive for men. And not to mention faking it with the making your boobs look bigger sticking her butt up i don't know all these things that we all know
0: so interesting because like twerking is like so huge and i'm like you're literally just showing a guy how you will be on top of them it's really it's truly talent i was seeing this guy and he was like i feel like you could twerk can you twerk and i'm like uh no and he's like i, I feel can like youtube
1: you- it i've youtube it I- it wasn't a pretty sight, me trying to.
0: Yeah, it wasn't either. I tried to practice. You're like, it's like, you know,
1: wiggling, uh, making something, something to look to practice bigger.
0: On, I don't want to just practice by myself in front of a mirror. How are oh. these girls getting so good? They practice in front of a mirror. Dang it. Yeah. Okay, guys. So if you can't twerk, like, just do the wrist thing and like squeeze your elbows in. And then guys, when you point and make big gestures, make sure it's always gestured towards your <laughs> penis. <laughs> I'm not saying that exactly. Yeah. So it's very primitive,
1: all of these things. Right. And and there are ways to manipulate your body to make you look like you are more capable than maybe you potentially actually are. I don't know. Yeah. So that's what people do. So... The, the last couple ones I talked about a little bit preening when you're um, you're fixing your hair if someone's fixing their body around you, if they're brushing things off of themselves that aren't even there. Like if they're kind of brushing dust off their shoulder, that's another thing that's like, oh, you're trying to look clean and better in front of me playing with their hair, trying to fix it look good for you. Leaning in. Obviously, that's another sign if they keep leaning in or try to get closer to you with their eyes that are super wide. Yeah, they're down touching touching that's either accidental or on purpose so if someone keeps like accidentally touching you they're reaching for something and they keep accidentally brushing your shoulder or brushing your back or brushing your arm oh i'm just trying to reach for this thing over here again and again that is also either subconscious or conscious indicator that they like want to be in contact with you or if they're literally just touching you a lot as well like you're (laughs) i'm laughing and then you're like touching me Obviously, that's the sign that they're attracted to you. We all know. Mirroring. um, So that's like you find that someone, as you keep talking to them, they keep copying things that you do or Mm -hmm. like copying gestures that you do. Mm -hmm. It's a sign that they not only want you to be comfortable around them, but also they're like indicating that they like these things about you. So they're trying to make you like comfortable and at ease around them because you're like, Oh, we're so similar. Yeah. Remember, we're so,
0: the Similarity principle. We remember. These are great tips too, for even like networking, just oh, like yeah, talking are, to for sure. meeting new people. Yep. This is These yep. are great indicators. Yeah. Last but not
1: least is body direction. I only hinted it a little bit earlier, but like if their feet are pointed towards you, if their body is pointed towards you in a group of people that you're talking with, you're like, why, why are we, why are we both angled towards each other? Even though someone else is talking, <laughs> It's because you 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 wanna you wanted it to be just you two. And if your shoulders are squared, like if it's just you two one on one, if your shoulders are squared towards them, and you're like not offering any space for anyone else to get
0: into this conversation, you are indicating to the whole room to stay away. Right. This one's mine. And so also, if you see other people enjoying that moment, do not Don't. In- infiltrate the square. Don't infiltrate the square unless we know the square is bad for one of such parties. Then you should probably infiltrate the. It's the You should communicate that beforehand about the square. Right. But right. right. Just right, be right. Uh, beware of the square,
1: and that mm-hmm. is all. That's all I've got for you. I'm sure there's many more little
0: things that you might notice, but those those pretty much sum it up. So basically, honestly. also, when this is happening, enjoy it and know that the sex dance has begun. Yeah. Even before the bedroom, when you're in that bar, town hall meeting, as in the office, a lift, a shared lift pool, like you are already dancing. You're doing Enjoy the dance.
1: it. Yeah, and, and you know, your body will tell you too. You have gut feelings about things, and so you can know, you know when there's vibes. You know when there's yeah. I, my problem is what happens once the vibes are there and you can't talk to the costco boy that's what i need help with and i hope we can go into that next time or at some point please help me <laughs> oh i will olivia <laughs> i'm excited i look forward to that day when you can help me go through the next steps because i'll I'm be kinda, right there I'm, I'm stuck you're gonna get your square dance i'm gonna get my
0: square dance yeah i'm so excited well, guys, this has been Making Love and <laughs> Growing Up.
1: I'm Emily. And I'm Olivia. I'm sweating profusely. Oh, is that a sign? Are you into this? I'm into this. If I had a dollar. For <laughs> every time I humped a couch and stared into someone's
0: eyes. See you guys. Bye. <laughs> This has been Making Love and Growing Up. We really hope you've enjoyed today's episode and as always, we want to say a huge thank you to our interviewees. Your stories and experiences add such a rich layer to the topics we discuss on the show, so thank you for your openness this week. Making Love and Growing Up is a bi-weekly podcast and we drop a new episode every other Monday. So, if you've enjoyed the listen, please tell your friends. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, leave a rating. This helps other listeners find our show to keep tabs on upcoming episodes and what's new with mlgu you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter at mlgu.podcast or just type in making love and growing up next up we want to hear from you send us an email to making love and growing up at gmail.com where you can send episode feedback personal stories and even topics you want to hear more about Finally, we could not bring you this show without our incredible team. Thanks to our editor and producer Kayler Myers, our audio engineer Aiden DeYoung, the creator of our theme song Jordan McKinney, and our graphic designers Chad Swanson and Carly Moseri. I'm Emily Browning. This is MLGU. Signing off.